And if you are somebody that's been in that dieting vortex for most of your life, when I say food freedom, you understand what that means because I think so many of us have been a slave to food and just our body image issues and a slave to the scale. And uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely, um, it absolutely stifles your growth. It absolutely, like you said, prevents you from being um, who you're meant to be. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, you. Welcome back to Be It Till You See It. Ah! Um, I can't get over that I get to do this as far as like, part of my living. Um, I love talking to you. I truly do. I also am obsessed with the takeaways that you are sharing with me on all the things, whether it is on Instagram and tagging Be It Pod or it is on our YouTube channel. Um, or it's on Facebook. Um, you know, however you want to get a hold of me to share with me your takeaways, I will take it because I want to make it easy for you. And I also believe that when we write things down, that sticks with us. And so thank you for being a listener, first and foremost. And if this is uh, your first podcast, you're listening to us. Well, hello. Um, welcome to be it till you see it. Today's guest is an epic woman and um, I cannot wait for you to hear her strategies for you to be it till you see it. Oh my gosh. I literally, I literally hung up with her and I went and did one of them. And so you'll have to guess which one I did. Um, I'd love to hear it, but, uh, her name is Amber Shaw and she is someone that I think so many of you will resonate with. She is, was in corporate sales for 16 years. She, uh, is a mom and she went through a divorce right before her 40th birthday. And she used all of that to propel her on this journey and this mission on this planet. And it is so filled with purpose and she is such an awesome human being. So I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. Please do us a huge favor. And after you listen to it, share us your takeaways. I know it will not only make Amber's day, it'll totally make mine. And you never know who's going to see that post you do and it's going to light a fire under them. And it's going to be the sign that they needed to do the thing, which is it till you see it. So here comes the amazing interview with Amber Shaw right after this message. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30 minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Welcome to Be It Till You See It. I'm so thrilled to have Amber Shaw here. Y'all, she is someone I I don't even know if we would ever met had I not been like, what's this thing? Who's this person? Okay, I love her. I'm going to sign up for this mastermind. And then got my booty down to Austin, Texas and got to meet her and definitely left her on a night on the town with 
with my husband and some other people yeah. to go karaoke. But that's who she is. She's so much fun. She's full of life. And I can't even wait for you to know her. Amber, welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. I am so fired up to be here. Yes. That infamous night in Austin. Um, it was a blast. You, I think you got out in the nick of time. I did. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, really good yeah. at that. I mean, like you did. Like, yeah, I woke up the next day. I was like, damn, I should have got home when Leslie went home. <laughs> I'm like the queen of Irish goodbyes. I started it in my twenties. <laughs> and I mean, I, I guess now I do say bye, I'm going. <laughs> But I'm definitely known for, we've been out at karaoke and I just call an Uber and I'm like, gotta go. My driver's here. Yeah, like that, that's not me. Like, I'm like, where's the next party? I'm like, I, I, gotta, I gotta get this going. Uh, well, why? Amber, so tell us, aside from like being amazing life lover and party perk queen, who are you? What do you do? How do, uh, what are you up to right now? Yeah, I love, thank you. So yes, I am a, a nationally board certified health and wellness coach. I'm also a certified personal trainer and I'm a body transformation expert for women over 40. Really my mission in life is to help women really get off the crazy train of dieting and heal their relationship with food and themselves so that they can really be the most competent and sexy version that they can. So it's my life's work. Obsessed with that as someone who grew up with family members who dieted constantly. (laughs) And so my relationship with food was not super awesome. Um, again, you know, I had to like really rework that and rework how I thought about food with my body, how it was became fuel. And it's definitely difficult. And I think that it's really one of those things that stops women from doing things in life is this constant obsession of like what I can eat, what I can't eat. Um, what does the scale say? Like that constant whirlwind in the brain is taking up space that allows them to show up on this planet and do what they're here for. Oh my God. I mean, absolutely. You know, I, I talk so much about this with uh, my platform, my different platforms. And when I coach women about really finding food freedom, and if you are somebody that's been in that dieting vortex for most of your life, when I say food freedom, you understand what that means because I think so many of us have been a slave to food and just our body image issues and a slave to the scale. And uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely, um, it, absolutely stifles your growth. It absolutely, like you said, prevents you from being um, who you're meant to be. And I can tell you that it wasn't until uh, I I really took that bull by the horns and tried to heal that piece of me um, because of you know years of uh, having eating disorders and being on every diet on the planet and all of that. It really wasn't until I was able to heal that part of me that I was able to fully step into my power as a woman, as a coach, as a mentor, as all of these things. Um, so yeah, absolutely. So how, so tell me how you got into like even wanting to be on that journey and how you got into doing it for others. Like what was, what was the impetus? What got you to go? I'm really over this right now. Yeah. You know, so I would say like my story, I think like my, how I got here is really kind of a, it started when I was a kid and it's kind of like a, there was like kind of the whole journey since I was a kid. And then there was an event that happened later in life that really 
kind of triggered it and sent it over the edge. And I'll say that, you know, I know you mentioned growing up, you had like family members that, you know, always were talking about dieting. And I had a very similar situation, no fault of their own. I think there's a lot of, you know, not as much awareness now about talking about that sort of thing in front of little girls. Um, but so from the age of 10 years old, I um, I was a lot bigger than a lot of the other girls, not overweight, but just, I mean, by 13, I always say I was like five, seven, I had boobs. Like I looked like I was 18, right? And I felt um, not very comfortable in my skin. And this really, really progressed, you know, to when I was 15, being on my first calorie restricted diet that I didn't even know I was doing. I just, I, I knew that like the foods I was eating were very low in calories. And apparently that's what I thought I had to do. Oh, when I was a teenager, it was when like the hundred calorie snack packs were really yeah, like the yeah. snack wells, you know, that was the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. I'm like going to like, you know, Subway and getting like a veggie sub only because that was the smallest amount of calories on the thing. Like, and it just really continued to progress for me until I got into my 20s and I started, you know, with bulimia. And I always say, like, I was very fortunate that I could, um, I had access to the resources, professional resources to really um, get, you know, stop the physical act of the binging and purging. But I never really healed, I think, the, the mental piece of that. And I, by that point, I was just very, very unhappy in my skin and just really always bouncing from one diet to the next yeah. and always searching to be uh, something in a body other than my own. Like whether it was, I was chasing five pounds, whether it was chasing 10 pounds, whether I was wanting to be, you know, this, whatever it was. Right. And so this really progressed even more so, um, even all the way through to where I had kids and it, I gained a pretty good amount of weight with both kids, about 65 pounds with both. Um, and I got the weight off, but I was just really, really unhealthy in my body. Um, and just really just not ha just unhappy, very unhappy. Yeah. I, I, I resonate with that because I definitely did not feel comfortable in my skin most of the time. Like I just, I, I exercised as my way of like, because I didn't want to be on a diet. So I exercised yeah. and I thought that was healthy and it is like, but I also, you know, I think I was using exercise and athleticism in a different, like different way, you know? And so even though it wasn't hours at the gym or hours working out, it was definitely like, this is my reward <laughs> or this is what I do, you know, as opposed to, that's not how I work out now. I work out now because it fuels me, it gives me energy. It like the, do I love the dopamine hit. <laughs> I'm like, my brain is like, woo, <laughs> you know? Um, and I, I don't see it that way, but I feel like I look back and I go, wow, I just really was not comfortable in my body. And I grew, so I was so tall. And I think that's part of it. I was like five, nine as a 14 year old. And so right. you just don't feel like you're like, I don't even know what this body is. It's so uncomfortable. And like, you know, bless my family. But like one of them was like, oh, you got boobs. And it's like, I don't actually want you yeah, to see I that. Want, like, yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. who said that's yeah. okay to say? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Ex yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, I think at that age, you want so badly just to fit in. And so, you know, you don't want to be bigger than the boys or bigger than the girls. And so, yeah, it starts to mess with you for sure. So, you know, for me, right around that time in my 30s, I got married and, um, and, and I was, you know, things where I had two children, had a great marriage. And um, right about 2018, um, my marriage completely fell apart. Ugh. And I was... Um, at that time I was 39 and, um, so right around the corner was my 40th birthday. And so I found myself in this period of my life where I, 
And I didn't realize at the time how unhappy I also was, unhappy with myself. Uh, but I knew, I, but I was in this, this, this time where I'm in this very tumultuous time in my marriage. I'm getting ready to turn 40. And I'd also at this time been in a very successful career as a salesperson um, in, in corporate America and, and made for 16 years at that point and been a great career. But I just did not feel fulfilled at all. I mean, it just, I could do it in my sleep. I mean, yeah. I mean, as an entrepreneur now, sometimes I was just telling a friend yesterday, I was like, God, sometimes I just wish I could go back to working two hours a day. Like, and I was making lots of money and I worked two hours a day. I'm like, now I bust my ass and I feel like my hourly rate is $2. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something there's, but you know, it's right. Except for that you weren't fulfilled and that's why you're exactly. not there. Exactly. I mean, exactly. So I say all that jokingly, but yeah. So yeah, so I started really just going inward. I started really started reflecting, you know, my God, I'm getting ready to turn 40. I'm in this position with my life. And I was in so much pain from just the, my marriage and everything that I just was really trying to find some like light at the end of the tunnel. I'm such a believer, um, that you're just, you, you are in the right place at the right time. And so I just wanted to, I was just so desperately seeking what was the lesson, like, you know, what, what was the lesson here? And so I love that. I love that. So basically like here you are in this like daily onslaught of like, this isn't working and I'm getting older and this isn't working and I'm not fulfilled. And you were seeking out the lessons for that. How do you do that? Uh, well, it's a lot of therapy. Okay. <laughs> big fans of therapy around here. I'm like, you should get a therapist. Everyone needs a therapist. You know, we have to rebrand therapy is what I think we have to do. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like I am like such a believer that anybody, if you have access to a therapist, like everybody needs them on their roster, just like as preventative. Like I think the problem is, is we go to therapists after the shit's broken. And I will say that it's really, we need to like, it's before that's what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I will say it is, um, yeah, a lot of therapy, a lot of self-help books, but it would also required a lot of me just going inward and literally spending time with myself where no, I was just shutting out everybody else, whether that was through some breath work, whether that was through a little bit of like meditation, whatever that looked like. You know, I think as women, as busy women, especially the moms out there, um, we spend so much time just, you know, doing for others and, and taking in, you know, all the noise from everybody else. We just forget what the hell we want. We forget our own voice. Boom. Yeah. That is, I have chills. That is exactly why this podcast exists. It is all about like, how do I get women to prioritize themselves? Because yes. for whatever reason, we think if we don't do things for others, then we're a bad person. And it's like, actually, if you are not taking care of you first, you can't yes. do anything for anyone fully. And then you're upset at yourself for not being fully there. You feel guilty. And then you're resentful that that thing that you said yes to is taking you away from like doing anything for yourself. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and so that kind of that journey of that really like introspection and really just trying to figure out like, what, what is my voice here? What, what is this going to look like long-term? I decided to take a trip to Costa Rica for my 40th birthday. It was a yoga retreat. And, um, I, I wanted, it was so funny. Like I was, I was telling a story the other day that my, my original plan to go for my 40th was to like, get this whole group of people. And we were going to go to Cabo. We were going to get a house. We were doing all the freaking things. You're at a party. Like it was Austin. It was, it, was, it was happening. And 
And, you know, as I got closer and closer to it and in the middle of everything that was going on in my life, I was just like, that's not, that's not what I need right now. I need to just figure some stuff out. And so, um, I ended up going to, yeah, I ended up going to Costa Rica and I really wanted to use this time as like just some time to, to just really think. And so I, I, I'll never forget. And I always tell the story because it was really just a, um, you know, I, I'll say, I think that there are pivotal times in our life that we look back and we're like, boom, like that mess, that was like divine intervention. That was a message that I heard loud and clear. If you're open to receiving this message. Right. And so on this trip, I was sitting on the beach and I was meditating and I was just journaling and I was brain dumping and I was thinking of like just all the things that, you know, and I was really centered around like also with my career, like what did I want to do for my career? And I'm just writing down all the things that I was good at and that I loved and that, and all of a sudden it sounds like such a simple word, but it was so loud and so clear. I couldn't deny it. All of a sudden the word coach just hit me. Mm. I was like, coach, I was like, coach of what? Like, what the, what am I going to coach? I got, you know? And I just sat with it for a while and the rest of the trip. And I decided when I got back that I was so fascinated by integrative nutrition because I had lost my father several years back to cancer. And so I really became very fascinated with holistic treatments, Eastern medicine and all of that. And so I was like, you know what? I don't know what this looks like, but I'm going to get back. I'm going to enroll in this program. And, and I also too, for me, I think it gave me a little bit of relief um, because I needed something that I could start focusing my attention on as well, because I was so consumed on like what was going on with my marriage Yeah, and really like things just, the things just evolved um, with the, you know, re-upping my personal training certification and the nutrition and all of that. Um, and then along came TikTok and then that, and then that was the end of it <laughs> because my, I got on TikTok when the pandemic hit after I launched my business and that's really how things got going for me. I just started like really putting out content that talked about my struggles and really identified like, you know, related to women over 40 and the things we go through and like random stray hairs on our chin and hormones and, you know, how hard it is to keep the weight off and all these things. And women just started um, resonating with it. And it just, yeah, kind of started building a community. This is so cool. I actually, um, I completely agree that there are moments in our life that like are really transformative. They're very pivotal, 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 pivotal. whatever. Yeah, you got it. That's a great word. <laughs> anyway, no one's here for the English lesson. Um, I'm the queen of that, by the way, I make up <laughs> words all the time. And like my ex-husband is like, and he's like the master of English. And I'm like, he's like that, you know, that's not a word, right? Oh, like, oh, Brad, I, I, I'm the queen of double <laughs> negatives really. And, um, Brad hates that. But, uh, if y'all want to see blooper reels, my team secretly edits out, you know, all of my YouTube videos where I do things. And I'm like, and then they put in a compilation and I'm like, ew. Anyways, people love it. But going back to that, I think we, I think it's so easy to go, why is this happening to me? How did I let this happen? We end up taking like this, like we're supposed to have seen this train coming. (laughs) And, um, and really like, those are the moments that really transform us and put us on the path we're supposed to be on. And actually those those rock bottoms or obstacles are what people relate to us as like people, you, you were able to share those struggles with people and people go, yeah, I feel that way too. I went through that too. And so I think sometimes we're like, let me bury that. Let me not think about that. I, I want to get as far away from that as possible. And really like, those are the things that build us up for what's to come and who we're going to be and like what we're supposed to do here. So thank you for sharing that. And I, I hope that like, if you're listening to this and you can think back, like, 
at a moment where you heard something so clearly and it changed something like I am doing what I'm doing today because people asked a question. I just happened to go, huh? That's an interesting question. That's, I just that. I just suggest that. That's so, you know what I mean? So I, I'm with you. Um, when it comes to, let's talk a little bit about health and nutrition for a second, because I, we're here about being it till we see it. And I definitely want to get more into your story on that, but I feel that there are things that we eat, do, or don't do, or don't eat that are actually keeping us from being that person. Like I actually, uh, feel that sometimes we are, could be the most confident person in the morning. And by the end of the day, we're not. And it's not as because we're like talking negatively to ourselves. Sometimes it's like sugar or something else. Is there, are there things that we are eating or not eating that are actually causing us to not be able to be that confident, strong person we're all trying to be in this world? Oh man, there's so many, there's so many like different ways I could take this one. So like on a physiological level, like, and I think this is something that definitely plagues a lot of women. And then I want to get to kind of the mental level on that, but like on the physiological level, like one of the biggest things I see is women that under eat and you just have no idea when you are starving your body, eating less than 1200 calories a day, um, because you think that that is what's going to help you to lose weight, which in actuality, it's, it's actually the thing that's preventing you from losing weight because you're starving your body. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's absolutely just going to affect your energy. Uh, a lot of, you know, you're usually not your best self when you're, and you don't even realize what your baseline is, um, because you've been in, you don't even even realize where you're at because that's been your baseline for so long. So, you know, definitely on just like a physical level, I think that, yeah, like definitely under eating. Um, I also think um, just even getting too much sugar in your diet, I think it definitely affects you, um, you know, by having, you know, cra crashes, sugar crashes where you, again, lose your energy, um, and, you know, increases your brain fog. I mean, there's just lots of things when you are mistreating your body and not eating a lot of whole foods. You know, I always talk about the power of um, using food as medicine. That's one of the things that I talk about, especially for my, my ladies and even, you know, 30s, 40s, and up is that you know we really do have the opportunity to heal our bodies so much, so much with food. And so one of the most important things you can do for your body is stop looking at food as calories in and calories out. You know, like really start to pay attention to the the power of food. Um, so I would say that. And then you know what I would say too is at least from a mental game when you ask like are there things that we're you know eating or not eating or whatever that really um, affects us from being our I think our best self is that kind of what you're yeah yeah. You know, I think that um, constantly being on a restrictive diet absolutely affects your mental game and the way that you feel about yourself. And because so much of what, you know, goes hand in hand with constantly being on a diet and constantly looking for that quick fix, um, you know, to shed the weight is, um, you know, the, the cycle of restriction and binging, right? And, and what happens, anybody that's ever been on a diet, a restrictive diet, where, which you can't stick to because nobody can, because it's not real life, then what happens? You either binge or you kind of like go off the program and you feel terrible about yourself. Right. And you feel terrible about how the way you look at yourself in the mirror. Now you don't want to go to the pool because you don't want to, you know, you feel terrible about yourself and you're not confident in your clothes. I mean, so I just definitely think that, yes, I mean, so much of food and our relationships, our relationship to food dictates our ability to be our best self on so many different levels. Could I agree so much because I used to have, well, I still have stomach issues. They're pretty much on the mend, but 
when I was trying to go and figure out what my stomach issues were, I was put on all these different diets. I had an elimination diet, which went on way too long. Someone let me be on that for 90 days. Uh, it was terrible. That's awful. It's, yeah, that's it was awful. awful. And you just like, I was so consumed with like, can I eat that? Can I eat this? Can I eat that? That I wasn't able to work on the things that I was really wanting to work on. I wasn't able to work on my book. I wasn't able to work on my courses. I just, because you're just so much like you only it's have so many decisions. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's decision fatigue. It's deci- Correct. You know, Jill, you know, Jill Coleman talks a lot about this in her, you know, moderation 365, which teaches a more sustainable lifestyle, but there really is such a thing like decision fatigue. And it's like, if you, you don't even realize it, but when you are putting so much of your brain power into like, can I eat this? Can I eat that? How many macros are in that? How many calories are in that? You don't even know. You don't even know how much it is really detract, you know, taking away from your living, your life, your joy. I mean, it's until you get out of it until yeah. you get out of it and you're like, damn, that was a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. So how, so wh- how have you helped women get out of this? Because I feel like they're like, great ladies. Okay. How do I get out of this? Like how do, what is your, like, wh- what, what do you suggest people do? Cause it's not easy to do on your own. Like if you, you know, cause it's a right. pattern and it is a, it's a habit almost, you know? No, I mean, absolutely. And I think why it is so hard is because there's so much information out there. There's so much misinformation out there. And then you couple it with the fact that people want results now um, because we're up against, you know, body manipulative diets like keto and, you know, all these other things where you're cutting out whole food groups and all that is that, so yeah, it's hard to stay consistent, but I have to say that really consistency really is the name of the game. Like if you are somebody that is like tired of dieting, you are wanting to, you know, create a lifestyle where you have food freedom, where you can go on vacation and not worry about every morsel you put in your mouth all these things, it really does start with a more consistent lifestyle. So when I teach women, women come to me and they're ready, they're ready to stop the dieting. Like they want, they want to eat more food. They just want to be happy. You know, I do educate women on more of a clean eating lifestyle, which is basically just eliminating a lot of the processed and packaged foods, um, not cutting them out completely. That would be restriction and that is not possible, right? But for the most part, really relying more on a whole food diet, eating foods, again, less processed, less packaged, paying attention to the sugar in your diet, getting more vegetables, more good fats. Like what I always say is the way that I teach nutrition is not really rocket science. It makes sense. It's things you learned when you were in like the fifth grade, but it is like, it is really more about learning that, but then learning how to couple it with moderation and satisfaction because the two of the, like that, those two together, clean eating and like moderation satisfaction in like what you're eating and not doing the binging and doing this all the time with being on a diet on Monday and then gorging on the weekend and all that. That is really when you can develop a lifestyle where you're going to keep the weight off for good. So I really, because if you don't, if you don't teach yourself how to trust yourself around food again, how to um, be able to go out on a Friday night and have pizza and beer and all the things you like, and then just, you know, kind of get back, you know, to your normal routine on Saturday. Like if you don't learn that, then you just do clean eating. It's just another diet. Like that's just another diet. So the secret sauce I think is really um, learning again, how to kind of that moderation satisfaction factor so that you can stay consistent because, you know, Jill always says, uh, and Jill Coleman is a mentor of of both ours. And Jill um, always says that a little less perfect makes you a lot more consistent. And I'm like, that's that's, that. Oh, I love that because our big thing around here is perfect is boring. 
So, okay. So see, like, and, it, and it's so true. We, we focus so much on being consistent. I mean, perfect all the time. Then that totally jacks up our ability to be consistent. So yeah, oh, you're sure. 100%. So, okay. Love that. And I just want to quickly get back to um, something. Cause I'm sure a lot of people are like, okay, so you are a mom, you have two kids, right? Two kids, yeah. two kids and you switched careers yep. and you went through a divorce. So all yep. this happened. So they're wondering, how did you do this? Like, how did you, how, cause that's a lot of change and that's a lot mm. of, I feel like that'd be a lot of pressure. I don't have children, mm. but like, I feel like going through all of that with two kiddos is probably like extra. So what, what, what were you telling yourself each day? How did you do that? You know, I think, and I'll give the overall answer and then I'll kind of go back and kind of break it down a little bit. But I think that the universe or God or spirit or whatever, if you believe in a higher power, what you believe at that. But I think the message from God was so loud to me that I couldn't deny it anymore. And to deny this path would be to deny myself. And so I couldn't, he had opened up, uh, you know, spirit had opened up so many doors for me with this coaching in such a short amount of time, because you're right. I was at that time I was in at that point, um, I had started the coaching. It really is like a side hustle. Cause I was like, okay, I'm going through divorce. I need something that will take my attention. This will also be extra income for me because I mean, I was making multiple six figures at my sales job, very cush sales job. Okay. Yeah. I could do it in my sleep. Yeah. But I had a very, and it was actually just the, just probably about eight months ago, I had a very good conversation with my brother. And, you know, cause I was like, I, cause for most of last year, I was doing both. I was okay. doing coaching and my sale and I was dying. Yeah. I was literally dying. I was like, I can't, I'm working unbelievably amount of hours. And, um, but you know, like I said, my, this conversation with my brother, um, and also a lot of, uh, time going inward and really, you know, thinking on this, but, you know, we had just decided that again, I had had so many just things that had just happened that I did not feel were a coincidence that it was like, okay, I'm going to trust this. Like I can always, this is scary as hell. It was scary as hell, but I can always go back to being a salesperson, right? Even if I'm like, sell, you know, no, even if you're selling, making, you know, $30,000, I don't care. Like I can always go back. I know that I can do that, but I feel like I, if I walk away from this now, I will always wonder if, if this could have been my thing. And again, like I said, I mean, to at that point, it was like to deny myself of this was to just really deny, I think my soul's work. I really feel that. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I, I, I do know that there's someone listening to this going, they're wondering, you know, like it's hard. Like I had a job that was salaried vacation, health insurance, all the things. And I, could, I just was struggling so much because I knew that I wanted to do other things. I wanted to get my retreats going consistently. I wanted to coach people. I wanted to have more freedom in my decisions without having this. And it felt like such a hard thing because of the safe job that made me really good money <laughs> and yes. had all these perks and benefits. But I remember someone said, you know, and it was not even having to do with me. She said it around something that had to do with, it was a Pilates class. So she didn't even know that she was saying something, but she said, you can't have one foot on an island and one foot on a canoe. Like you right. just can't, doesn't work. Right. Right. <laughs> and I Absolutely. was like, oh my God, I have one foot on an island and one foot in a canoe. And like, I'm, <laughs> I don't have the ability to the splits. Like I'm just, that's not how I'm built. <laughs> Oh my God. I can't, I feel like I can talk to you forever. I want to talk, uh, talk more to you more with you about a couple of things. So let's, uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back. 
I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay, Amber, how do people follow you? Obviously, TikTok is one of them. Where are you there? What's your favorite places to hang out? Yeah, so definitely on TikTok. That platform is my jam. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Miss Amber Shaw, MS Amber Shaw on TikTok. Also the same on Instagram. I'm um, over on Instagram. And I also have a podcast. Yes, she does. I, yeah, The Wellness Revolution. I'm so excited about it. So um, you can find that on Apple or Spotify. And then, of course, my website, ambershaw.com. Amazing. Okay. Um, y'all make sure you follow her, check out her podcast. I'm also on it. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, um, here's what I love to do. Um, all this is really great. I know we got so much inspo going on, but I really, I'm an actionable strategy person. I like people to be able to take action because I know action brings clarity. It's the antidote to fear. It also helps us from being too perfect. I don't like to plan too much. You got to just try things on. So what, uh, what do you have for us? What are some ways that people can be it till they see it? You know, I think the first thing is that when you are going through something, I think it's okay to ask yourself, why, why am I going through this? But I think the most important thing is to not stop there. I think then it's to flip the script and say, now, how can I turn this into something good? Or, or what, ask the question, what is the purpose in this? What can, what lesson can I learn here? And I think that really is where your growth is going to happen. So I think that's, that's one thing. And then I think the second thing is, and it is actually, you know, goes along with that. when you're asking yourself these questions is take some damn time to yourself. I don't care if it is not everybody has to go to a beach in Costa Rica. I don't care if it's going in your closet and putting some earplugs in for five minutes. All you moms, you just do it. Give yourself permission to be with your own thoughts. I can tell you that I have worked out some of my biggest decisions of my life during those quiet moments. So don't deny yourself of those. Oh my God. I'm in love. I'm in love. All of those. Those are so great. These are so great. I can't wait to hear what, which ones y'all do. So do us a massive favor, screenshot this podcast, tag Miss Amber Shaw and be it pod with which takeaway you have from this podcast and share it. Cause not only does it tell Amber and I, what you loved about this, but it's going to change people's lives. I know that if all of us are being it till we see it, we change this world. So thank you, Amber, for being here. Thank you thank for you. listening, everyone. And until next time, be it till you see it. episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media.
It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.